everybody. Buongiorno, ni hao, talofa, and welcome to Talkback Fridays. We're going to bring on the sensational Michelle in just a moment, but I just wanted to say a special welcome, and while we're awaiting our guest, Dan, I just wanted to acknowledge it's been a very rough week for New Zealand, and I hope everyone is coping okay, and feeling stronger now that the meltdown is kind of over. Yeah, that was a big week and it's been uh, quite full on with all the world news taking its toll as well. So um, tonight we invite you to join the chat, click the link if you want to ask a question to Dan or Michelle, get their advice. We're going to be talking about not politics tonight, that's bombers territory. We're going to be talking about um, fitness and extreme health and fitness and how to get that way if you're so inclined but uh yeah it's going to be a very uplifting chat and dan is very motivational a lot of positive things to say uh yeah so let's bring in the beautiful and stunning and wonderful michelle <laughs> what an intro <laughs> hey selena yeah. how are you doing tonight Oh, it's lovely to see you. You just told me you had a couple of symptoms. Should not I know. Good. It's not looking but good. I have the Rona. No, I've got a few sniffles and feel a little bit under the weather, but I think it's a it's a whole kind of collective thing for me at the moment, you know. Like you were saying, yes. like there's a lot of drama on in the world and obviously Wellington yeah. and the virus ain't going away anytime soon. So I'm excited to yeah. be positive tonight and obviously be uplifted yeah. by Dan. So that's yes. really cool. Yeah. yeah, he's a quite a unique character. I'm, you know, I think some of these these amazing dedicated professionals they're um they're in mint condition. I wonder how is that actually possible? But they are very dedicated and uh, yeah, they just they know things that other people don't know. Oh, your guest is here, so uh, <laughs> let's find out all about what you know his expertise is and um. Yeah, just invite everyone to please just chat away, give us some comments, <laughs> call in. Yeah, and remember our website is talkback.nz. So um, I'll leave you guys to it. Uh, oh, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so um, there he is. Hey, Dan, Hello. how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I've got, I was just saying to Selena, I've got a few sniffles. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's a Rona, but I'm kind of like, yeah, I know, I know the feeling. I'm actually, I'm flying to Bali tomorrow night, and I've just had I had my PCR test this morning, so I'm hoping by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning that I'm clear to go. Oh, so, have you had, you've had the test, obviously, because it's like 48 hours, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I had the test uh, this morning and yeah. then find out tomorrow morning. Oh, should be all good. But um, thank yeah. you so much for joining us tonight. I'm super excited to obviously have a bit of a chat about, you know, who you are. Obviously, you're so well-known in the industry. Um, and judging by my comments on my stories, everyone's like, who is this tank? <laughs> <laughs> Take the compliment. Thank um, you. So, yeah, I guess kind of I just wanted to touch base on, you know, a little bit about, about your background, um, who you are. Um, obviously, you're a coach, a fitness ambassador and representative. 
um, BFF champ. Are you still a builder? Um, so I'm a bricklayer by trade, um, yeah. but I've recently just finished doing that um, and then moving into coaching full time. Wicked. Yeah, well, I guess you yeah. take it away, kind of have a little bit of a, a bit of a flex, don't mind the pun, okay. um, and just kind of explain <laughs> to you a little bit of who you are and, yeah. All right. Um, so my name's Dan Mazzola. Um, I'm a WBFF Muscle Model Pro, which is, I guess for those that don't know, you describe it as kind of like Victoria's Secret for, for the female side, not for myself, um, but it's more like <laughs> a fashion fashion combined with bodybuilding together. Um, so I've been competing, competing for a number of years. Um, I originally started in the IFBB in New Zealand, um, where I was a national champion, won multiple titles, um, and then I then made the transition to WBFF as I found it was something uh, that attracted me a little bit more. I liked the vibe of it better. Um, it was a bit more enjoyable, um, people much more friendly. Um, and so the first show I did there after making this transition, I turned pro. Um, I did my first pro show in America um, where I didn't place quite as high as I'd liked. It was a big step up in competition. Um, but after that show, I came back, did another pro show in Australia, and I won a pro show there. Um, and from there, I went on to compete in the Worlds, and I got seventh in the world in the Bahamas in 2019. That's incredible. I know. Like, obviously, seeing all your photos and stuff, it's pretty amazing what you've achieved. And Because you're a director now, aren't you, of WBFF? Yes. So I, I fell in love with it that much. I, um, yeah. you know, I went to all these glamorous events in the Bahamas and the Gold Coast and LA and Miami, all over the world. Um, and I just felt like New Zealand had to have it. Well, you had to have – I wanted everyone else to experience – what I was experiencing. So um, I had a chat with um, some, the owner of the WBFF in America. Um, and then I partnered up with my friend, uh, Jake Campus, And then we decided to bring it here in New Zealand. Um, the first year was 2019, um, which ended up being the biggest bodybuilding show in New Zealand history on our very first show. Um, wow. So it was a huge achievement. Um, but unfortunately we couldn't follow up with that success. Um, obviously with 20, well, the next show, COVID hit and we had to postpone the show and then yeah. the next year after that. So um, it's been a bit of, you know, it's been a bit of a halt on all competitions around the world, um, particularly here in New Zealand. So, um, but we're looking forward to getting back into it. Yeah, for sure. Obviously like coming from an events background um, and entertainment, same thing, like mm -hmm. anything kind of more than a hundred people, it's never going to happen. And it's, I guess it's just taken a toll on business in general. Um, obviously, right. you were talking about the glitz and the glam of events and things like that that you get to attend, which is amazing. But obviously, t it takes a toll when it comes to, you know, people don't realize the hard work and resilience it actually takes to do what you are on stage doing. You know, people just think you go up there, kind of strike your staff. Um, but it's it's not that, is it? It's a lot of hard work. and It is. Um it's probably one of the most difficult things a, a lot of people would do in their lives. Um, for yeah. a lot of people, it's just, it's a bucket list thing, you know, and they might do it once um, just because it is so strenuous on the mind and the body. Um, you know, it's all about discipline um, and yeah. dieting, obviously um, counting calories and making sure, you know, weighing your meals every single day. It is very, um, you've just got to have an eye for detail and just, you have to keep your eye on the ball on every single thing you do. And it's not like a regular sport, even if you call it a sport where you can, you know, take a few days off here. It's every hour of the day you're watching what you eat. You know, you're on t 
got your, your training and schedule, your sleep. Um, yeah, it's it takes a lot of dedication, um, but it comes with great reward, I believe. Yeah, for sure. Like coming from um, a dancing background, um, I studied at the School of Dance in town and um, progressed to professional dance in Auckland. That's why I moved up. But yeah, I don't think people understand the amount of hard work and dedication it takes as well as, like you said, um, making sure that you're watching what you're eating, training consistently. Obviously, we see your stories every so, every so often on your social media to make sure yeah. that you're, you know, you're putting in the work because yeah. it's, yeah, I admire it a lot because sometimes even at dance school, I was like, you know what, I feel like a double cheeseburger combo, like <laughs> <laughs> steam bun, no gherkin. But, you know, yeah. like it's just, like you, I, I guess, you know, with calorie deficits and your plans and stuff, you just, that isn't even an option for you, is it? I mean, you can be flexible and it depends on what time of the year, you know, and if you've got a show coming up. So for myself, being a professional, I don't compete as often as I would as an amateur um, because there's less opportunities and obviously the costs. Being a pro, I can only compete overseas, so I'm having to fly to the Bahamas or America. Or so, you know, these are big expenses to do these shows and you don't make really any money at all doing it. So it's, it's purely a passion. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you've, you've just got to be – everything has to be in line, you know. Um, but – for, for a normal show for myself, like I would diet for probably four months of the year just to get ready for that one show. And that's four months, four months of doing your cardio and getting your meals in, getting your sleep, um, getting everything in aligned. And it generally tapers. It gets harder and harder as you get to the finish line. Obviously, as your body fat decreases, um, your energy levels get low, you're really pushing yeah. your body um, beyond. It's not healthy when you're getting to those, those low body fat levels. Um, yeah. But... To, to have the discipline has certainly taught me a lot about myself, um, yeah, especially being, you know, a teenager. Growing up, like most Kiwis, out drinking, I was playing rugby and, you know, just that kind of culture. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but but to just, just to put it down for a moment and try it, and that's how my addiction sort of, my addiction. Really? Um, yeah. And that should naturally maybe, like, tape it off a bit because you were dedicated to that goal, right? Yeah. Well, I found for me, like, during high school and stuff, I was a, a pretty good sports sportsman, but I hated training. Like training was, yeah. I just, t- I like to turn up on game day, play, and I enjoy that aspect of it. The training of it was, you know, I hated it. So, so I never gave it one hundred percent, but I always knew I had the ability to be to be good at it or great at it. Um, yeah. And I, I began training after injuries. I couldn't play rugby any longer, and I thought. <clears throat> A lot of people tell me in the gym, Dan, you should compete, you should compete. I thought, you know what, I've never actually truly given something 100% ever in my life. Um, You know, the training and everything, always just half-assed it. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to make it a goal for this next 20 weeks that I'm going to give it 100% every single day. And let's just see what the result is. And after that, yeah, the first show I ever did as an amateur, I won every single category. Um, I was just like, wow, I was really blown away. You know, when yeah. you actually give 100% to something, um, the results that you can achieve. Yeah, following on from that, that obviously, like, is it a is it a genetic thing that you're kind of just built with a good frame or would you say you can train to get to those kind of levels? Um, I mean, obviously genetics plays a role, but it depends at what level. You know, like any sport, the one percenters, you know, they are genetic elite um, with a mindset to go with it. So once you get to those, those top tier levels, genetics plays a big role. Um, but I think 
up till you get to about professional, even in professional, I think most people can get to that to that level if they dedicate their time to it. You know, I've been in the gym for nearly 20 years now. So, yeah. you know, I don't have the best genetics in the world, but I still probably have better genetics than, you know, half the population. So, but it's the time, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. the time you put into it, you know? Yeah, for real. Um because obviously, you, you, like I was saying in the intro, you're really well known in your community and your industry. Um, what made you kind of want to get into the coaching side of things and obviously inspiring a huge group of people to obviously follow in your steps? Mm. Well, like I said, like I, after giving 100% to something and I, I realized what I was capable of, um, yeah. I think so many people miss that in their lives. As, as they don't know what it's like to, to give that effort, but when they do, they realize what they're capable of, you know, and to try to unlock that spirit within someone to, to help them achieve something that they thought maybe they could never do and actually open their eyes and be like, hey, I did that. Actually, that's quite easy. I can go further now, you know what I mean? And they can get to that yeah. dream position, maybe that dream body or fit into that dress that they want. Um, it's very achievable for everyone, but they just need yeah. to be taught the, the mindset and the skills to go with it to get to that point. And so that's yeah. my passion. I just love that to to give my experience to, to others. Yeah, cool. Because I used to personal train. This would have been in two thousand and I'm trying to remember a few moons ago at Body yeah. Tech Gym. Actually, it just closed recently. It was in the news. It was real sad. Like the founders there are amazing, and it was such a good like part of my life because it kind of related to dancing. So I did that for three or four years, and that was one of my main things that I loved. It's obviously motivating and inspiring others to obviously want more for themselves and kind of as they start seeing the progression and the results come through. Yeah, that was yeah. really, that was fun. Um, so whereabouts do you train? Like whereabouts do you coach people? Are you super booked out? Because so many people have said to me, oh, my God, I'd love to be able to, you know, get back into my training. But obviously you kind of probably train people that are at a certain level at the moment or? Um, not necessarily. So the majority of my training is based online. Um Purely just geographically, I can't, you know, train everyone in one place. I do special one-on-one training um, every now and then, but mostly that's for posing and stuff. But yeah. I'd I coach from one end of the spectrum to the other, from the, the you know, the mum has just had given birth and wants to get back in shape, to the bodybuilder in the middle, to um, I've coached nutrition for Super 15 players as well. But the, to be honest, wow. the, the majority of my clients are gen, gen population. You know, just a guy that wants to lose a bit of a beer gut or a girl wants to get in shape. Um, yeah. And they're generally the easiest clients to work with as well. Bodybuilders can be a bit of a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Leading on from that, I was just going to say, like, I mean, like, I'll try and relate it to, like, dancing. Like, I think a lot mm-hmm. of people kind of see you centre stage and, you know, you're doing your thing and obviously similar to you, obviously going on and, you know, presenting your body with poses and things. Do you think that – because a lot of people look at those kind of sports um, and dancing as quite like egotistical or vain. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you kind of explain your experience with that? Because obviously it's a great feeling being on stage and obviously doing what you love, performing, yeah. um, if you related it to dancing. But, you know, what do you think about that in your sport? It's, it's certainly a mixed bag. There is the stereotypical, um, you know, ego-driven narcissist um, yeah. like there is in, any, in any in any industry, um, but in saying that, I've met some of the most amazing people. You know, my best friends now for life. Um, cool. So I, I think to be honest, it's with it's the same as any industry that you'd work in. You're going to get the good and the bad. Um, I think, you know, in the fitness industry, obviously, it's 
it, it leans towards that egotistical type personality because these people are overconfident. They flash in front of the camera and, you know, all, all eyes on me. Um, yeah. But, but, but at the same time, like how I was talking about how it built myself up and my confidence within, you know, getting to these goals, a lot of people are in just that same boat. And this is kind of just what's led them there. And it's yeah. enjoying that, that journey. It's not necessarily all about me. You know, for me yep. to jump on back on stage is I'm only doing it to get better than the last version of myself. Hundred you know? percent. So I can keep continuing pushing. Yeah, I kind of feel so like I, with, with the dancing, it's like it's like a celebration of obviously all the work that you put in, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you're showcasing the absolute most that you've given that's you know, it. for four months of your life that you've dedicated to this one goal. Yeah, which is memorable. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's what I say at the shows, you know, I stand in front of everyone and say, like, this is your day just to show off your achievements and what you've accomplished. You know, all your family and friends that have sit there while they're at the pub and you've turned them down and you're sat at home with your, your chicken and broccoli. Um, <laughs> and they come they're kind of like, mate, come on, come have a drink. And you're like, no, 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 I'm going to do this. And they don't understand it at the time. Yeah. That, you know, they don't understand it at the time. But then they come to the show and they watch it. Like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. I'm so proud of you. And then the next thing you know, they're asking you for advice, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, how would you, like like you said, I mean, obviously it's a lot of control and discipline. How do you control your mind? Because obviously it's not just you anymore. If you're coaching, you know, there's a lot of people that, like personally, when I was personal training, you know, you'd see someone and you'd set them goals and obviously take all their measurements mm-hmm. and things like that. And then you can see that how sometimes you want something for somebody, but if they don't want it for themselves, it can be quite frustrating. Like, how do you keep your mind right for yourself as well as your clients uh for myself i'm just like anyone else like i love food i love sweets i love a burger um for me i think the most important thing for anyone is setting a goal you know you've got to have something to work towards otherwise it's just so easy to just let things dissipate and you you know you have all the best intentions but there's nothing for you there to, to actually work towards but when you have like a date in mind for something, maybe you're getting in shape for a wedding or, you know, um, you want to do a photo shoot or you have a show coming up or whatever it may be, maybe you're a boxer and you need to make weight. Um, it's having that goal and sharing that goal with others, I believe, is like one of the best ways to, to really help you push because then you become accountable to everyone else. When you're solely relying on yourself for motivation, um, it's very easy to slip out, of, slip out of place and go eat some KFC or whatever it may be. Um, yeah. But without a doubt, it's, it is the hardest part of it. It's just the mindset of having that discipline um, yeah. and, and just getting in that rhythm. I believe once you're in that rhythm, and particularly with like eating junk food, you know, I, I find I can pig out during an off-season. I'll eat all the chocolate in the world. Um, yeah. But once yeah, I, yeah, but once I cut it out after about three weeks, and that's those three weeks is like an addiction, trying to get that sugar out of your system. But after three weeks, I start feeling really good. And then all of a sudden, I'm not actually thinking about that sugar anymore it's only once it's reintroduced that i start craving it again so it's just getting past those those really hard spots and then you and then the the progress starts rolling on you know yeah definitely i'm just having a look quickly at some that i'm getting sent through my phone i don't know why they can't comment on that <laughs> on the actual things so i don't have to live a look um what are they asking what would be i mean obviously most people's main goal isn't necessarily to go on stage and do a wbff competition but more kind of general um body fat loss what Mm -hmm. would be you know a quick kind of statement that could help people get in shape is it mostly cardio like what would you suggest as a best form of training really 
I mean, training aside, the, the, the most important thing you can do is look at your diet. Like I can get in shape for a show without doing any cardio whatsoever, just by manipulating the food I eat. So, you know, getting in shape, I would say 80 to 90% of it is just watching what you eat. Um, you know, portion control and just getting, just trying to learn a little bit. I don't you know, you only have to jump on YouTube and search, you know, how do calories work and get a basic understanding of, you know, carbs, protein and fats. And then you start looking on the back of your labels, like actually looking at what's in those foods, you know, mm. um, some things that you think might be healthy actually have a ton of fat in it. So you're consuming huge amounts of calories um, and people just don't have a basic understanding of that. Unfortunately, they don't really teach it in schools these days. Well, they never have, which is kind of perplexes me. Well, they just have the old pyramid scheme, the uh, sorry, the pyramid table, you know, it's like breads oh, and no, pies. that's so old school. I yeah. remember that, the fat yeah. at the, yeah, at the so, top. So, of course, cardio and stuff is going to help, but the biggest results you're going to get is just looking at what you're eating, reducing portion sizes, eating good quality proteins. Protein's a big one. A lot of people under-eat protein, and then they'll over-eat carbs or fats, which are going to contain more calories, and it's not going to be as beneficial to your body. Um, mm -hmm. But then, obviously, on top of that, just getting out, exercising, doing something every day, whether it's just taking the dog for a walk or, you know, you don't have to be in the gym training. Um, just anything, just getting off the couch and just reducing what you eat. For sure. I mean, obviously, like I, um, I've actually been super lazy since I feel like since 2019, really, like don't really go to the gym much. But having Milo, my dog Husky, um, I feel like that helps me a lot, making sure I can take her out and kind of gets me up for re refreshed, not on my computer. Um, yep. Do you still have Ragnar? So this is really sad, but I had oh, I no. given him away this week. Yeah, because I'm moving overseas, oh. um, going to Bali and then going to America. Um, I can't take him with me. So it's been a very, very hard week, yeah. <laughs> but he's oh, my best. Sorry, I touch on this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> That's right. Um, I mean, you know, obviously with COVID and stuff, has it affected your business? Like, how has it affected you? Because obviously, hospitality and entertainment and events have stopped. But has it held you back in any way or form? Or, like you said, mostly you work online, right? Yeah, so I was still working in the construction industry as well as working online, um, which I've since moved away from. So I was lucky enough that I still had work within construction that I could do um, during COVID. Um, yeah. But I definitely felt during the COVID period, a lot of my clients dropped off. Um, you know, a lot of them are losing motivation or they simply don't have the equipment to to do anything, you know. So we would step back some of their training and it would all be just nutrition-based and just walking every day rather than, you know, going to the gym and doing weights. Um, but they've all come back, you know, and I think a lot of people will come out of it, especially with well, in New Zealand anyway, we had the two lockdowns, right? The first one, I became a victim to it as well. Was I just sat on the couch and I did nothing. I didn't achieve anything during those that time. I renovated my house, but physically I became a worse version of myself coming out of COVID, um, the first one. So the second time I said to myself, you know what, I'm not going to sit on the couch like I did and waste two or three months, whatever it was, um, and getting out of shape. So I made a goal for myself at the start of COVID. Okay, when I come out of this, I want to be in great shape. And I ended up losing like five kilos or something, just walking every day with, with Ragnar, you know. Um, yep. It's simple things like that. You have this time and people take it for granted and let it pass them by when they could really be doing, and it's only something so little as maybe going for a 40-minute walk. If you've got the entire day at home and you're not working, 40 minutes is nothing. You know, it's going to help kill the time. And also you're going to feel better and look better.
Yeah. No, 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 that's absolutely right. Like I've been working mostly from home since 2020 pretty much on my laptop yeah. unless I'm going to an event and stuff. And, I, yeah, there are no excuses. You know, you don't have any set kind of time. So it's kind of like you just have to, like for me mentally, setting a date, you know, setting a specific time on when I'm taking Milo and just getting into that rhythm. It's like once you start, that's you know, that's a pinnacle. I think is it, is it, is it a month or is it – well, maybe it's three months and, until you kind of you get that. I think, yeah, yeah, ninety days is usually the time to build a habit. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's the thing is like so many people, so many people are daunted by taking that first step, you know, because that is the hardest step. But once you make that, you're like, oh, it's not so bad. Or maybe you're like, oh, geez, that was really hard, but wow, I actually feel really good from that. You know, that that feeling you get from exercising, you know, yeah. um, releases those endorphins, and you actually feel better. You know. And it, but it's just the building that pattern, building that routine and trying to do it every day. Um, and, you know, for people out there that might be struggling with it, the best thing I always suggest is just find a partner, whether it's your partner at home, your girlfriend or boyfriend or a friend that you can do it together and then you become accountable to each other. So yeah. you're not going to want to let the other one down by, oh, I'm going to stay in bed today or you're making up an excuse. You know what I mean? It keeps you accountable, right? That's it. So I'm just going to – so someone's asked, what do you think of ketogenic diets? Yep. So the ketogenic diet, I think, is v- pretty effective. Um, depends on what you, why you're wanting to do it, um, because it is a very hard diet to adhere to, because obviously you're removing all your carbs. So if you like sweets, um, things like that, it's going to be quite a hard diet to sustain. You might not be able to stay in that ketosis state. Um, but in terms of the actual dietary um, benefits, is really good. It reduces a lot of inflammation. You know, there's a lot of studies coming out um, it's really good for all, all forms of health and disease. Um, so ketogenic diet on its own, I think, is a great diet, but not for someone that um, tends to get off get off the diet a lot because it is hard to stick to. Yeah. All right. I hope that answered your question, Oliver. Another person kind of said, you know, obviously working from home since the pandemic's hit, what are some good kind of, um, you know, basic home exercises to do? Which is obviously safe because I know a lot of people, you know, you set them a certain home home workout and then they're doing real dodgy, like, form and you're just like, what are you doing? You're going to throw your back out. Like, what is yeah. some easy kind of, um, you know, three or four exercises potentially that could help people? You know? um, so some easy exercises you could do without weights, obviously. Um, you know, just doing jumping burpees, push-ups, sit-ups, um, walking lunges, um, anything that or stepping up on the couch onto a chair, you know, up and down, up and down, um, just doing those basic kind of movements is going to get the heart rate going. And that's all you really need to do is just elevate the heart rate um, and you're going to burn some calories. Would you say maybe like between 30 and 45 minutes of that or? Yeah, for sure. I would, if you're not, using, um, if you're not using heavy weights, um, then you want to do it more like a hit style training. So when you're doing bursts of like 60 seconds on, 60 seconds on. So you're getting short rest periods, but we're continually working. So we're just getting a little bit to get our heart rate down and then elevate it again. That, that's definitely the best for just body weight workout. Cool. Because, I mean, obviously also like a lot of my friends work in gyms and obviously that wasn't a go for ages and people had to specifically book in to get into gyms. So yeah. I think that's kind of the goal at the moment. Um, yeah. But, yeah, is there anything else you kind of want to – like touch base on like when is your next event like what can we go follow you on instagram and kind of follow your journey for motivation yep. and so um my instagram's at maz underscore dan um so currently i hopefully jump on a plane to bali tomorrow or <laughs> hopefully uh we, we get through 
dodge all the bullets. Um, and then, so once I get to Bali, I'm actually going to be preparing for my next show, which will be in the Bahamas in June. Um, and then from there, I'll be staying in the States and then I'll be preparing for the Worlds, which will be in Las Vegas, which is in August. Um, and this time, since I've stepped away from the tools um, within construction, I'm going to be documenting everything. So you'll really get to see firsthand um, what actually goes into preparing for a show like this. But not only that, I'll be sharing, you know, a lot of dietary tips, workout tips, where it comes to form and how to do exercises correctly. Um, you know, often do questionnaires and stuff like that. So if you ever have questions, you can um, you can ask them on there or you can DM me directly and I'll always answer any questions that you may have. Cool. Thank you so much, Dan, for tonight. And obviously, like, I wish you the best of luck specifically for tomorrow so you can make sure you get to <laughs> to Bali. And um, I'll be watching you avidly, making sure that you smash Bahamas and, you know, the USA and stuff. But, yeah, I guess just, like, travel safe, all the best, and um, thank you so much for jumping on tonight. Uh, thank you for having me. No worries. Anyway, guys, I hope you guys kind of enjoyed the show tonight. Um, I'm trying to hold on my sniffles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was really interesting. Yeah, a lot of good tips there. A lot about mindset. Yeah, just doing something every day. I've found it's helped me. Yeah, just do a little bit every day. So People don't realise that it's kind of like the physical side of things actually affect the mental side. It's like when you do a physical yes. workout, you mentally feel so good. And I think especially now being stuck at home with all the, you know, all the dramas around around the world, it's something that you can kind of control to make yourself feel a little bit more in control and positive. Yes, it's a good um, combat mechanism for stress because there's a lot of stress in people's lives, a lot of... Um, responsibilities and pressures so yeah if we can learn how to combat that and then train our minds to uh not fall back into bad habits and stuff so i mean yeah that was a really good honest conversation and i think he shared some really cool stuff well, who have you got next week so i'm thinking about um either rookie cave who's in real estate yep. or yep. dominic bowden and we all know who dominic bowden is tv personality so, it's a big deal yeah Cool. Here's a big deal, so that's exciting. Hopefully I feel better next week, so I'm not sniffing in between. <laughs> no, you're awesome. Thanks for your cool. time, Michelle, and we'll Thanks, look forward man. to seeing you next Friday. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, um, so talkback.nz is our website. We're going to publish the audio. Um, we publish the audio the next day after the live show. We're also running a little donation campaign so um if you could please check that out if you want this show to keep going we'd really appreciate a little bit of support it's uh buymeacoffee.com slash talkbacknz if you like this and you like what we're doing and you want to see more and you want us to expand and just keep growing we would really appreciate your um support and thank you for listening thank you to the regulars and um welcome new and awesome people to come and contribute so uh i think that's it for tonight so we are going to bid you a fine farewell have a beautiful weekend and la 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 i've got a lot of graphics here it's so much fun okay you take care and lots of love from us bye